and welcome. We're the Pandemic Professors. With puppies. Coming to you pre-recorded. Using Zoom. 12 miles apart. With face masks at the ready. I'm Dr. Bowers. And I'm Dr. Barfield. And we're here with you now for connection. Comedy. And comfort. Hey, Dr. Bowers, tell me about getting your learner's permit. What was that like for you? Oh, I was so excited the day we went to take the test. So my mom dropped me off. I go in and one of my classmates is there to take hers. Then as we're going through the test, she starts talking to me and the guy's like, um, you can't talk during the test. So we keep going. And then she starts talking to me again. And the guy says, uh, if you're talking anymore, I'm going to have to fail both of you. Luckily, she did not talk to me anymore after that, but she did not pass. But I did, so I was super excited. I can't believe that classmate of yours almost ruined everything for you. I'm so glad you passed the test in the end. Oh, me too. I was so ready to get out of there, practice, and get my real license. How did getting your real license go? It was great. It was my birthday. My mom took me first thing in the morning. I got to skip my first class. I went through, did great, passed the test, dropped my mom off at work, then drove myself to school feeling super cool. Oh, I bet you were super cool. Now try doing all of that in the middle of a pandemic. It must be so challenging. Yeah, as if you need more stress, Audrey just got her learner's permit, and she's here to tell us what that was like. Audrey, can you tell us what it's been like to prepare for your learner's permit during a pandemic? It's been quite crazy. We don't get books from the school, so we've had to figure out how to get our own manuals. I got mine from a friend of a friend, and it's been really hectic because we also don't get any teacher influence to help us unless we ask online, which that can be kind of complicated, especially since I've been doing a lot this summer, and a lot of my friends had to take the tests in the summer too, so it's just been crazy, and I feel like it's it's never enough time to prepare. What's the normal preparation process for your learner's permit? Usually I think there is a six-week class, but sadly that doesn't even happen most of the time for the people who will take their tests in the summer. It usually only happens in the fall for people who have it later, so it doesn't help too much, but during the school year in the spring of ninth grade, I'm sure that a bunch of the driver ed teachers would have been willing to go one-on-one with us if we had the chance. So have you been excited about this process? Have you been really excited about getting ready to take this and, and get started driving? Yes, I have been saying that I wanted to drive for the longest time. I'm pretty sure since I was a baby. The process though, I was not ready for that. I get anxious sometimes during tests and This test was one of the most important tests I'd take, so it was very nerve-wracking. So what did you do to deal with that anxiety that you were feeling for the test? I am very bad at procrastinating, but I try not to do that, and I try to take it one at a time, and I mainly focused on the signs and sections in the beginning and then took practice tests every week. And then as it got closer, I studied for more hours of the day, and that made me feel more prepared, so less anxious. Do you know a lot of other people who haven't passed the test? Yes, I have two friends who didn't pass the test. One of them, I think, is because they just didn't study long enough. But that was kind of nerve-wracking because they were the first two to take the test in my friend group. 
So hearing them not pass it made it seem like the test was 10 times harder. What kinds of things did you study? I had a hard time trying to study specific things because you never really know what questions are going to be on it. So I just studied everything. I learned best when I copy word for word or in my own words and summarize every single page in a different marker on a separate sheet of paper. So I just read and read and rewrote. Do they ask you questions like, what is a green light? What is a red light? What do you do at a four-way stop? Yes. Although there's only 10 questions mainly about traffic signs and road signs, there are more questions about alcohol usage and DUIs and the law. So what are some of the things you're looking forward to doing now that you're closer to being able to be out there and drive on your own? I'm looking forward to the freedom. I do not have a car, so it's not that I could go on my own either because it's not my license, but I am looking forward to feeling that next step of responsibility and the next step of a big milestone. What's the thing you're most excited about? I'm not sure if it's really exciting, but I think about the memories of just me having my wishes come true since I was little. And I'm so focused on the road, though. I don't have time to imagine or think about anything else. I'm so focused, yet I still have made mistakes. (laughs) But I guess that's just normal. All right. So... You mentioned mistakes. Tell us about some of those mistakes. You haven't been driving very long. How many mistakes could you have possibly made? One of the biggest mistakes, actually, and the first in my family, I was driving on Main Street with traffic signs for the first time, and I switched lanes for the first time that day also. And it was in the afternoon. There wasn't a lot of traffic, but there were a lot of cars, I think. And I was making a right turn in front of the tire shop, conveniently, and I ran over a sewage drain, and it had metal around it. And I also ran over the curb, and the tire snatched the back right tire, and it deflated, and I got a flat tire my third day driving. Oh my goodness. That's a lot really early on. What were you feeling right when you did that? Honestly, I've never seen a flat tire, so I kept on telling my mom, it can't be that flat. Like, how flat can a tire go, you know? So I kept on driving. I stayed pretty calm. Luckily, my mom was also staying calm. Right when it hit, the first thought that came into my mind was, I don't think it's that damaged. And then a notification came on by the speedometer, and it was like low pressure, And I was like, I don't think that it's okay now. So I had to pull over immediately. I can't imagine you are so brave to have gone through that your first week of driving. It was just so funny. I mean, how ironic is it in third day driving that I ran over and got my first flat tire at a tire shop? I think it's just a good memory. Right after I pulled over, I just started laughing because whenever I'm anxious or nervous, I start laughing, which is a bad habit. But then I remember that it won't matter, you know? That's a great attitude. And I'm so thankful that you were safe. Me too. It was very scary. Like once the tires started dragging on the road and I could feel us going very slow and I didn't want to 
interrupt the rest of the cars behind us, and I'm pretty sure all of them could tell I'm a new driver. So did you learn how to change a tire at that point? My mom had me watch this guy that came out from Blacksburg when we were waiting in the car. She was like, let's get out and you can see how it goes. And he did it pretty fast. I sort of get the gist of it. Not really everything, but I think I should learn it. But hopefully this won't happen again. So So how many times have you been out driving in the last week? I had a streak going until the tire incident happened. And now I only drove home yesterday, and that was the first time since the third day. What was it like getting back in the car yesterday? Were you ready to go again? Yes, I was kind of sad about not driving again because I just look forward to it every single day. It's been on my mind 24-7, and I really want to get good at it, so it's good to practice daily. Even though it was only a couple days, I sound like a driving maniac now, but... I was just excited, I guess. I got in the car, I adjusted everything, and it felt good as new, although I did notice that driving with a spare tire felt different. So I think it'd be best if I practiced again with a regular tire once we go and get that fixed. That sounds like a good plan. Practice makes perfect. And I remember when I first started driving, I had to think through everything. Just hearing you talk about getting in the car, making sure the mirrors are all in place. It's bringing back some memories. But now when I get in my car, I just do it. It's automatic. So I think you'll get there with practice. That's what everyone keeps on saying, that once you become more of an expert at driving, then you'll be able to drive without thinking about everything and being self-conscious about everyone on the road. And that's the point where I'm looking forward to, because right now it is not that fun thinking about every little thing. So where was the first place you drove? I drove to Bissett Park, which is the biggest local park in my city, and I just drove around a mile or two going straight, and there was only two lanes, so it wasn't that overwhelming for a first drive, and I went into the parking lot first, and then I took off and went back to the parking lot maybe about 10 minutes later. And what was your mom's reaction? I think she was just scared, but I think she was better with me this time since I'm her second daughter, so that made me feel good. Also, I learned best with a comforting attitude, so it really helped me. Has driving affected your relationship with your mom at all? I think it's affected us in good ways because I am trying to find ways to connect with her into reaching adulthood. But it's a new way for me to talk to her. So I like that. Thinking down the line to the point where you do get a car, what kind of cars are you into? Do you want something fast and sporty? Are you into trucks? Or you going to go off-road in Jeeps? What are you thinking down the line? This might be a bit of a far-fetched, considering I do not currently have a job or any of my own money. But I would love a Tesla, the high versions of a Tesla. But if I'm talking about right now having a used car that my mom would gift me or I'd help with, probably it'd be a Nissan Rogue like my mom's. A Tesla. Hashtag goals. I love it, Audrey. It's so beautiful and fancy. Yes, aim high. Go for that, (laughs) Tesla. (laughs) It sounds like Dr. Bowers and I, we may have to start the Pandemic Professors with Puppies Driving School. 
driver's ed so that you can practice every single day and your friends who are also passing their learner's permit test, they can practice too. What do you think about that? I love that. That sounds amazing. Dr. Bowers, what do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a pretty good driver. Um, I remember when I had to take my test in California, I got a 100 and they wrote a big smiley face on there. And so I was so proud. I put that up on my refrigerator for like a month. So yeah, I think I could teach. I don't know if Rye could teach. She doesn't have thumbs. So she's not very good at holding the steering wheel. She's just a puppy. <laughs> well, and, and Pixie would be very good for just a little bit. But as soon as she sees a cat or a squirrel or a bird, she just gets distracted. So yeah, we may, it may just be the professors and not the puppies on this one. They can ride in the back and be there for moral support. Audrey, is there anything that you want to tell all of the people out there who are trying to get their learner's permit right now? I would say that it is not as scary as some people may make it out to be. You just have to remember to stay calm, stay focused during the test because there are lots of distractions going on around you and to always be safe and wear a mask. That's great advice. We wish you the best of luck as you practice towards your license. And when you get that driver's license, we wanna hear from you, okay? For sure, thank you. And I will let you guys know how it's going. Well, and also let us know if you end up getting that Tesla because I will be looking for <laughs> you to drive me around all over the place in that. Oh yes, I will. <laughs> Um, I'll probably be a billionaire by then, so I might lend you money. If <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Thank you so much, Audrey. It was great hearing from you. Thank you. It was so great talking to you guys because you guys were so open and welcoming and good um, questions, too. Thanks, Audrey. Of course. There are many ways to contact us, and we want to hear from you. You can go to our website, pandemicprofessors.wordpress.com, and look for the link that says, click here to leave us a voice message. Or you can email us, pandemicprofessors at gmail.com. Send us an idea for a podcast episode. Drop us a note of encouragement. Or send a shout out to someone you're missing. And we may even put it on the air. Pandemic Professors is a podcast on belonging and connection in the midst of the coronavirus. Hosted by Dr. West Bowers and Dr. Sterling Barfield, we bring together the community of the New River Valley for conversations, comedy, and comfort.